Previously on Myth Tarot Love, we examined the Ace of Cups and the Holy Grail. Today's show will focus on the Two of Cups, Zeus and Hera. Myth and Tarot, where do the ideas go? Let's talk about stories, cups, and symbols, and all of the above. Myth Tarot Love. Welcome to Myth Tarot Love, a show about ancient stories and new age wisdom. I'm Biddy, your expert in classics. And I'm Rose, your resident tarot practitioner. Ooh, hello. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Yay. We're talking about the two of cups today. Two. All of Better the than ones? I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, that is, I guess that, that is one of the ideas. Two Two cups is better than one. <laughs> Double fisting. No. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, okay, that is not this card. That's next card. Oh, yes, <laughs> that's of, right. The three of cups is the party card. Oh, but... yeah. We'll be having some wine during that one. <laughs> I, I would like that. <laughs> Although I definitely think there is wine being had in the two of cups as well. Yeah. Um, but before we get too much into, into the two of cups, quick announcement. Send us your questions. <laughs> you got questions? We, well, we'll do our best to answer them. Yeah. So whether about tarot or about mythology, whatever, not whatever you guys want, but whatever you want. <laughs> well said. Thank you. Well said. Very clear. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like ostriching now. <laughs> yes. All right. Here's the sand and my head. It is now in, in, in sand. It. Your tarot and mythology related questions, I guess, is what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? If you have a random question, maybe we'll just answer it with tarot anyways. That's true. That's right? very true. So, yeah, yeah. Send, us, send us your questions. Yeah, so you can do it either email mythtarolove at gmail.com or on our Facebook page. You can just post on there as well. Or mm -hmm. you can just comment. On one of our that's true too yeah one of our things yeah we'll we'll read them we like reading the comments very much so yes <laughs> they make us happy <laughs> yes and we and then we we giggle to ourselves while we read them <laughs> just like that <laughs> just like we do on here every time <laughs> exactly okay so back to the two of yes. cups um so with the ace of cups we had this promise of of love. In its purest of forms to be had and the two of cups is the first card to really uh, start contributing towards that promise um, first I'm going to talk a little bit about two what the number okay. two means mm -hmm. um, in the tarot whenever there's a number two there's always some sort of balance happening okay right so the aces are normally promises as I mm. like this is how I, I kind of remember yeah. it right I'll say okay all the aces are like some sort of promise that's happening all the twos are some sort of thing that's being balanced um, and when you implement the meaning of cups into the that idea of balance with the twos uh, what you get is a relationship Aww. you get uh, the give-and-take of a relationship mm. and this idea of compromise but also um, but also balance in finding essentially another half, mm -hmm. right? So this idea of two people that are perfectly complementary to each other, uh, a soulmate, mm. if you will, is represented in the Two of Cups. Um, 
Unfortunately, it's not as powerful as the lovers, <laughs> right? Lovers is love incarnate mm. as, as a card. Um, the two of cups, however, is more of a commitment card. Okay, so it's like more of like a marriage card versus yeah. like love or lust or sexual energy. Yeah, so this one's more of like a contract, like okay. kind of like a, a, a deal that two people mm. are, are coming into it. Uh, it together so it's like you know when you're in a relationship with another person there's these expectations that you have with each other and meeting those expectations as well right okay. so that giving and taking as I mm-hmm. mentioned before so um, traditionally most depictions of the two of cups is actually some sort of marriage ceremony oh, okay um, and if I look at the Rider Waite Smith deck we have a man and woman the man has flowers in his hair, and the woman has, what are those, grape, grape vines? Um, they look like laurel leaves. Laurel leaves? Okay, yeah. that's what it is. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, like, you know, yeah. it's like the Greek leaves. Yes. Yeah, like look, a crown. I'm pretty sure I may have been looking at a tattoo recently of laurel leaves, so that might oh. be why I know it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, uh, they're both holding these enormous cups, um, which is actually a form of like in certain marriage ceremonies, mm-hmm. you'll actually drink of a cup together. Right. So, sometimes it's a shared cup. Sometimes it's it's two cups, right? Uh, in this case, it is two cups <laughs> because it's the two of cups. Yeah. Um, you so could, kind of like how, you know, when two people are kind of cheersing, but then they like interlock arms and then drink kind of yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the woman's in blue, which was actually, which was once a wedding color oh. right it still is technically a wedding color they'll say oh something mm. blue something yeah. borrowed something new an old an old new them all. Oh, okay good <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I got them all uh yeah but blue was actually you it used to be a wedding color similarly mm. how like in, in older cultures um medieval times if you will there we go there you go i'm giving you i didn't say ancient i didn't, didn't say you, didn't, you just said older I, and say, I'm like, <laughs> I said older older times you're like okay like, be specific she's giving me a little glare she's like i'm not glaring be specific now. rose or i will thunder all over this place <laughs> um yeah, so similarly how red in, in other cultures is, right. is traditionally yeah. a, um, a marriage color. Um, this card seems to be depicting more of a middle, me- medieval timescape, right? Yeah. Um, so the woman's in blue, the man's in yellow. Um, they're holding cups to each other. It looks like they're engaging in this ceremony together, like kind of making some sort of formal vow to each mm-hmm. other. Um, and then there is, oh my gosh, I'm going to ruin this word, the caduceus in, in the middle between them. Caduceus? Caduceus. Okay. Um, so this is a staff that is between them. Oh, and it's caduceus. Got, it is caduceus? It is caduceus. Oh, it man. It just looks weird. It's, it's, a, it's a strangely spelled word. It's yeah. C-A-D-U-C-E-U-S. It's, it's Greek. That's why it's weird. It's Greek. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay. Uh, no offense to the Greeks. <laughs> in no. fact, In fact, we love your work. Oh, of course. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyways, okay. So the Caduceus um, is between them, and it's this staff with two snakes intertwined uh, between them, and there's these wings at the top. And it's actually a little bit different than the traditional one because normally 
it would just be a staff with the two snakes and wings. Mm-hmm. But this one, the wings are red, and in between of the wings, there's this lion head. And it makes it look much more like this winged lion symbol, which is actually the symbol of St. Mark, I believe. Yeah. Right? Yep. Um, and, oh, shoot, I've lost my note about the lion. I can, I, you I'll find it. Yeah. I can find it. Okay. Um, but the yeah. caduceus itself is a symbol of Hermes. Yes, exactly. So Hermes is the god of negotiations or communication and commerce right yes yeah yeah yeah. communication um he's a messenger god primarily but that also includes commerce yeah and yeah so negotiations within that realm yes um interestingly enough i thought um hermes was also a god of of the books and stuff as well right like no? Mm-hmm. Well, there's there's something about, like, hermeticism, or am I kind of... That's something that's different. That's something different? Okay. The hermetic, that's different. That's different? Okay. Yeah. I get confused sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, at the top, we have this lion with with the, the wings in between, and this is very much a symbol of St. Mark, the lion-hearted, mm-hmm. um, who was... Very important in <laughs> in the Gospels uh, as a, a gospel of uh, Christianity, right? Yeah. Um, so the the big thing about this is the lion, really, mm-hmm. right? And so the lion uh, is a symbol of power and courage and majesty, if you will. So like kind of a symbol of monarchy. Um, and the wings are always symbols of uh, heavenly gifts right so it's kind of bringing courage and making it a more heavenly symbol mm-hmm. rather than a greek one what <laughs> sorry <laughs> i guess yeah um so in this case you've got this idea of courage and communication as being essential in mm-hmm. making a relationship work yeah. right um and that's the thing about this particular card like they're there are similarities to the lovers in this idea of finding like a true love, finding um, this powerful love that binds us. But in this one, it's more about the strength of the people involved. Okay. Right? Like um, the, their individual strengths or their strength as a couple or both? Both. Both, right? So in this, there, this card very much has this belief that if you are not strong as an individual, you will not be strong as a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sometimes this card actually will appear to tell you that. Say, hey, you know, you need to work more on yourself in mm-hmm. order to be able to overcome this and or in, 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 a, in order to be able to... Uh, be part of a functional relationship, right? Mm -hmm. So this card might come out and say, um, there needs to be balance here, and you might be what needs to be strengthened. Mm, Okay, so it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to, like, get into a contract with someone or, like... It often does. It often does symbolize it. Like, if the the Two of Cups appears in as, like, an answer card or a future card... Like it, it normally will mean, hey, you're you're getting into this partnership, mm-hmm. often a romantic one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess the sim- the um, I'm not going to say it now. Either. Mm-hmm. The the caduceus could also potentially mean like a part like a business partnership. Or... It does, yeah. Like sometimes, 
Like, actually, they say that if you have dreams of marrying someone that you work with, it's more, it, it doesn't necessarily mean it's, like, a relationship. Yeah. It, it symbolizes a strong partnership okay. with that person. So it's not so much, it doesn't mean you're attracted to your coworker, right? right. It just means that, hey, you're entering into a partnership. Gotcha. Um, and similarly, this card can also represent that. Um, yeah. So it it normally will represent love. Um but it, it very much is entering a contract with a partner. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm going to say that in order to tell the difference, like whether it's saying one or the other, you would have to look at what the other cards are saying as well. Um, or And it might also depend on what the person is asking for themselves. That's true. Right? So if a person is asking about their career, this card is probably going to say more about... Oh, okay, that's the More about side. a partnership. Yeah. Um, and if the person's asking about themselves, this card w- will probably indicate the need mm-hmm. to develop yourself in order um, in order to let other people, in order to share that self with other people as well. Um, and then if this, if the person's asking about love, this is definitely a, a love centric card. Yeah. And say like, what if they got the lovers as well within the spread? Yeah. So if they got the lovers and they got this card and they got the ace of cups, like these are all very strong love mm-hmm. symbols happening. Um, I would probably start saying, okay, well this looks like some sort of romance coming your way. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, there. That would definitely be part of it, especially if you if they got like the world and stuff as well. You know, um, the world being something that says, "Oh, everything's gonna work out. Everything's right. coming together." That's true. Yeah, because yeah. I guess yeah, you could get this card, and then you can get more of like say, quote unquote, a negative one afterwards. So it could could it like, represent like yeah, that? like if you got the cup, the two of cups, and the tower together. Yeah, you're like okay, well here's this partnership but it's not really stable it's mm-hmm. not balanced and that would almost be a warning right uh, to say you know this there you're in this partnership that's not really a good one for you mm-hmm. or it's or maybe it's based off of things that aren't true right or right. Um, you're being ignorant <laughs> of of what needs to be done mm-hmm. yeah that's interesting yeah so there there's different kinds of partnerships but Primarily, yeah. this card very much is that that marriage and and uh, relationship type card. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, uh, looking at the journey into the hidden realm card, it looks kind of similar. Maybe more fairy like. More fairy like. It's interesting that there is only one cup in the yeah. image instead of two, but. You definitely get, I think, the sense that, you know, there are two people looking at each other and Yeah, I think I think the reason why they're sharing only one cup is is because it is more that marriage ceremony yeah. type of event that is occurring. Although they're naked. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. The man mm-hmm. is. He's kinda of, yeah. Hard to tell. It's hard to tell. Their their hair, hair their hair is long <laughs> and covers much. <laughs> What is that? The mermaid hair? Mermaid hair. Yeah. The mermaid hair. <laughs> covers the boobs. <laughs> it covers everything. Yeah. Everything that needs covering. Okay. So uh, tell us about Zeus and Hera. Okay. <laughs> I will. So I feel like I've been kind of skirting around these two a bit. I've mentioned them, I'm sure, in other podcasts. And definitely talked about Heracles. <laughs> definitely talked about Heracles. I feel like I've definitely talked about Zeus, but I haven't talked about them together as a pair 
or them in more depth. So I thought that this would be a really good opportunity mm-hmm. um, because they are, you know, a good pair <laughs> as much as they... As oddly as that is, because Zeus just, like, has sex with everything. Yep. As everything. As everything. <laughs> and yet they're still together. And that... Good old goddess of marriage. Them. Exactly. Yes. So it might not seem like they're in love, but I feel like they are a really good union. And mm-hmm. they represent that, especially as being king and queen of the Olympian gods. Like, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be able to do that unless they were together. Um, and I think they complement each other in that sense. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. So I don't know. That's why I thought that that they would work out um, for this for the for this particular card. Exactly. And yeah, like this card does represent finding that other half and and having a, a soulmate, mm-hmm. but not necessarily. It it it's more about finding someone that balances you. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So like. Um, that's not so much this idea of, of romantic love mm-hmm. as it is about a practical love. Yeah, and that's what I think this union mm-hmm. was, especially because Zeus was married several times before he was with Hera. Oh, so I didn't know that. No? Oh, yeah. I thought it was like him and Hera forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, so he, um, I'll get into Despite his, his many mistresses. Despite his many mistresses, <laughs> he was married to Matus, Thetis, Demeter, Mimazine, and Leto, and I think another one that I, um, Eruthesia, I think, um, oh, as cool. well. So all before Hera, so with Matus he had um, Athena, Themis, he had DK, and everyone else that we talked about um, when we talked about Themis and and judgment right and right. justice and demeter he had persephone so along in leto um apollo and diana okay sorry, so Artemis, he was married so. to all all of these goddesses before either hera? married yeah or in a relationship with we'll say yeah all before hera um yeah and which then, is kind of cool so how did he get with hera so he got <laughs> he got with hair by turning himself into a cuckoo bird <laughs> Of course he did. Of course, right? Of course he did. (laughs) So he turned himself into a cuckoo bird, and then he, she took him as like a pet, and then (laughs) I I don't know how that seduction technique works, but apparently it worked really well for him because he did it several times. Heart (laughs) is apparently by turning yourself into an adorable animal. Yeah. And then suddenly being, I'm cute and sexy. That's just (laughs) I don't know. Actually, now that we say that, it reminds me there's um, a poem, I want to say by Catullus, it's in, he's saying about the sparrow, like, oh, I'm a sparrow that, like, lies on your lap as you pet me, and then it's, like, totally supposed to be meant, like, meant to be taken sexually, but if you take it kind of innocently, you're like, oh, that's nice, she's, like, petting a bird, not what she's petting. Oh, well, (laughs) that reminds me of this story now that I, like, kind of think about it. Um... But yeah, no, he's definitely seduced other women in the guise of an animal. We've talked about um, Leta. He was in the form of a swan. Europa, he was a bull. Um, Alcmene, who is Heracles' mother, he made himself look like her husband. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> he likes to shapeshift a, a little bit. I um, guess that's just his game plan. That it, That's his, like... That's his game plan. He'll be like, oh, look, there's a hottie. I'm going to turn myself into a swan now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or a bull. I don't or know how sexy that is, but... Yeah, I guess. He has game, ultimately. <laughs> he has game, I guess. 
Yeah. So who who is he? Maybe I'll I'll start or not start because I already started, but I'll I'll mm-hmm. backtrack just a little bit. Um. So Zeus, his Roman equivalent is Jupiter. He is mm-hmm. god of the sky and weather. Homer even sometimes calls him the cloud gatherer. Um, he's also god of law and order and Xenia, which I know we've talked about before, this like guest host relationship. Um, if you do bad things to your guests, you're going to pay for it from Zeus. Don't don't want to miss with oh, that. I, I like that. Yeah. yeah. This idea, the, the idea of hospitality. Yes. Very, very important yeah. in the Greek world. Yeah. Yes. Um, also god of... Well, kind of god of destiny and fate and kingship, just that idea again of the, the, the ruler. king of kings. He's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fate. Okay, the anyways. god of the god of the kings. god of kings. Yes. Um, so he's often depicted as a mature man with a beard, um, and his attributes include obviously a lightning bolt, <laughs> yeah. also a scepter and an eagle. And that's actually, we see that later with other people, too, that want to be associated with him, like Alexander the Great on mm-hmm. his coins. Um, there's one that I'm thinking of in particular. He has, a, like, he's holding a scepter and an eagle. and Yeah. Like, I'm the son of Zeus. It's like, no, you're not, but okay. So whatever, scepters Alex. and eagles are essentially Zeus-related. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. And actually, okay. you, sometimes you even see them with Hera as well. Which is kind of interesting, but I think well, that's like her she's association kind of associated with, him. with Zeus. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So Hera, on the other hand, um, her Roman equivalent is Juno, and they're actually brother and sister. I haven't mentioned this yet, but they are. Yeah, but like, aren't all the gods like incestual somehow? They, like, yeah, they're kind of incestuous, but they yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but not all of them. No. No. A lot of them. A lot of them. <laughs> Especially Zeus. I'm pretty sure he was with most of his sisters. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Besides the point. <laughs> Anywho. Um, so Hera was the goddess of marriage, um, which is why it's really important with this card, especially. Yeah. Um, and women, especially women in childbirth. Um, one of their children, Eleuthia, was actually the goddess of childbirth, like the moment of childbirth. But when oh. you were pregnant, I'm pretty sure you would you um, be associated pray with to Hera. Hera. Yeah. And then the moment of childbirth it was is Eleuthia. Eleuthia. Yeah. Um, she's also associated with the sky and the stars in heaven. Um, she's represented as a beautiful woman wearing a crown or a diadem and, again, holding a scepter, much like Zeus would be. Mm-hmm. Um, what I thought was kind of cool is that Gaia gave her and Zeus as, mostly to her, as a wedding present, the garden and the golden apples of the Hesperides. So remember when I talked about the judgment of Paris? Go back and listen to that episode if you haven't. But It's our judgment um, episode. It is a judgment <laughs> episode. Yes, exactly. So yeah, in that episode... Yeah, yeah. Um, Eris gave Zeus a golden apple to give to the fairest. That was actually an apple, like one of Hera's, technically, <laughs> apples. Oh, no. Oh, right. Okay, so that was the one that we were like, okay, that was the story that was all like Sleeping Beauty. And we were like, how dare you not invite me to this party? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to mess it up by ma- by making this challenge to you. Yes, to yeah. Zeus. And Zeus is smart. And, and he's Zeus like, I'm not like, touching that. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm going to make Paris yes. do it. Exactly. <laughs> so the apple comes from this yeah. garden that Gaia gives to them as a gift, which I thought was pretty cool. 
Um, it's also one of the labors of Heracles, which we haven't talked too many mm-hmm. of his labors, but he also had to get one of the golden apples. So it comes up a few times mm-hmm. in mythology. Them golden apples. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, another cool kind of um, myth associated with Hera I thought was kind of interesting, not really associated with Zeus, but I thought it was neat, is that uh, according to Pausanias, so he's kind of an iffy source, but anyways, um, Hera bathes in a spring every year in order to recover her maidenhood or her virginity. Oh. Which, I don't know. I thought it was kind of neat. That's interesting. It's very, very opposite to Zeus. (laughs) <laughs> yes once once a year zeus just bathes in maidens <laughs> <laughs> to regain his maidenhood there, there you go. he gets it back too so they're yeah. very opposite in that sense is that she never cheats on him um even though people have come on to her um yeah, and he does but it she's like i'm the goddess the of marriage yes <laughs> and that's, like, and that's yeah. Um, that's just so interesting. She she's like a representation of 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 exactly yeah. So and again, that does make sense with him being you know law and order and mm-hmm. that sort of thing that that they would work well together as a couple in that way. If he could just keep it in his pants, if he could just p- keep it in, yeah. Um, let's see what else. Oh, so they have three full children together. Elithuia, like I mentioned mm-hmm. before. Um, Ares, the god of war, which I feel is really interesting. Um, just because he's like god of like bloody warfare. And that's yeah. the union of them two. That's what you get. <laughs> you get bloody warfare. Yeah, bloody warfare. So Ooh. when the sky and marriage come together is that the idea <laughs> at this point there's they're more anthropomorphic than yeah like with Gaia being literally sky and Uranus be or sorry Gaia being earth, earth or Uranus sky now they're more to be seen as like actual body like, like in the body that's similar to us yeah rather than yeah they're yeah. more they're more human now exactly okay human yeah human in form less in ability and action i guess yeah they're still gods but yeah. they they have more personality mm-hmm. okay yeah and what's interesting is that they both have children that they had themselves um so athena um which we spoke about before too with strength mm-hmm. she came out of zeus's head <laughs> oh right yeah so she was just born of him and in some stories hephaestus is born of both Hera and Zeus, but in others he just comes from Hera because she's upset that, oh, you had your own child, so now I'm going to have my own child. (laughs) And so she has Hephaestus, um, who is either lame or a cripple or something to that effect. And so he's cast down from Olympus. Which is Um, interesting because doesn't he end up marrying, like, Aphrodite? Aphrodite. (laughs) The goddess of beauty. Yeah. 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 yeah, she's not too thrilled about it, though. Oh, she's not happy about <laughs> no. it. She's like, why do you have to get to have a... <laughs> and then, <laughs> you know, and then... Yeah, yeah, she, like, cheats on him with Ares all the time. Oh, Aphrodite, yes. Yeah. 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 So, like I mentioned, her we've been mentioning, obviously, Zeus cheats a lot. And Hera didn't like this. She didn't just sit idly by and was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. She often persecuted his both his lovers and the children from the lovers. So, for instance... But never Zeus. But never Zeus. Because she couldn't really... Like, I think she tried once and he 
I didn't write this one down, but he strung her up and I think had her in chains or tortured like, her in some way. So basically, you can't mess with Zeus, so you might as well... So, so she would mess with everyone else. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So with Leto, she didn't let um, Apollo be born. So she was in labor for a really long time. Oh, no. Yeah. Not fun. Semele, she tricked her into having Zeus show his true form. This is Dionysus's mother. So mm-hmm. he did. And his true form is a lightning bolt. So she died right away. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She turned one of his, oh, I can't remember which, which lever it was, into a cow. Or no, into, yeah. Cow into her. Io. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. She, she's not very nice to the lovers or to the children. So, to Heracles, too, she was very mean. Yeah, to be seduced by Zeus is pretty much like a death sentence. <laughs> it is. And it's not like, yeah. yeah. Or, be, or to have Zeus as your father's. Kind of like a death sentence, too. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, you can turn into a god like Dionysus. But, yeah. <laughs> or or you can just become a god. Yeah. <laughs> you can become a god. Or you're Heracles and you get snakes sent into your crib when you're a baby. Either or. <laughs> yeah. Heracles. Oh, what a way to name that child. In honor of Hera. In honor of Hera. Yes. That's his second name, to be fair. But, yeah. I can't, oh, now that I say that, I can't remember what his first name is, but that's after he has passed. And actually, what's funny is that he marries um, their uh, their daughter, Hebe, um, Zeus and Hera's daughter, uh, mm-hmm. who is the goddess of youthful beauty in the oh. after, well, quote unquote, afterlife. Like, like once, he becomes, once he becomes a god and ascends to Mount Olympus, that's who he marries and is with. Oh, he has a happy ending after he all. He does, he does. And uh, yeah, and Hera, one more quick little story, which I think is kind of cute. It come from, comes from the Iliad, um, saying that Hera, she's no dummy either. She she can seduce Zeus if she wants to, and she does um, in the Iliad. She wants uh, to help the Greeks out, so she makes herself look very attractive, and she puts on these perfumes and a magical belt. I believe it's a, one of Aphrodite's belt, and Zeus is so over come by desire that he has to have her and they have sex in the clouds which is kind of (laughs) funny and afterwards Zeus falls asleep and Hera kind of just sneaks away and that's how her uh she's able to help the the Greeks against the Trojans a little bit there so she like seduces Zeus and he's like he's tired Afterwards, he's very tired. Very tired. (laughs) So he falls asleep. She just sneaks away. Oh my goodness! Yep. (laughs) Zeus was not happy with her. (laughs) Yeah, so that she could interfere with the Trojan War. Yes. Yeah. Like they were all interfering both ways, but she wanted the Greeks to win a little bit more at that point. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, I think, again, I feel like they were a good couple, and they were treated similarly, like, in the same reverence by the Olympian gods, and Homer said that Zeus confided in Hera and listened to her counsels, and they mm-hmm. communicated with each other, he communicated his secrets to her rather than the other gods, so, yeah, for all of the faults, but I feel like all relationships are like that, not All every, relationships do have faults, they for all sure. Have faults. They're not all perfect. No, and, like... And that's another thing is that every relationship is its own animal, you know, yeah. like every, or uh, I don't want to use the word animal now that we've talked about Zeus's <laughs> shape-shifting, but like, 
every relationship is its own thing, its yeah. own um, life, right? Definitely, yeah. and there is no, there are no two that are the same, and it's it's figuring out, you know, who you are, but also who you are together. Yeah, and that I guess that's part of the balance, the balancing act that happens. Definitely, in a relationship. Right? Yeah, the give and the take and the. Just making it work. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, I don't know, it was, I had a hard time, again, obviously, thinking about, I'm like, okay, which, who's the perfect couple? Who can I think of to yeah. represent these two? But I'm there like, is there no real perfect one. couple. And yeah. that makes sense that there isn't one, even in mythology, because that's life. <laughs> yeah. There are no, there are no perfect couples. That's it. Yeah. And, you know, there is this kind of ideal of, of, like wonderful love in as the lovers right Mm -hmm. um and it's a super powerful card but um i'm gonna say the two of cups is the practical side of that what happens when you have those two people coming together with love as an ideal but also with commitments and 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 making vows to each other right yeah exactly Uh, and i guess like it's not necessarily a promise that it's gonna work out either no. Right? It's it's just this idea of, okay, here's here's the balancing act that's taking place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you've got a reference to Hermes, and you've got a reference to uh, St. Mark, and a reference to with the lion saying it requires a lot of courage. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. Well, I guess that's our episode. I think so. <laughs> yeah, there we are. We're that's at it. time. That's it. Thank you, everyone, as always, so much for listening today, and hopefully in the future as well. <laughs> um, if you'd like to support the show, the easiest way to do so is to tell a friend and spread the word. Um, you can also leave us a review on iTunes, which helps more people find the show and is very quick and easy to do. What have we got going on next week, Rose? Well, next week we're looking at the Three of Cups. And the symposium. Ooh, party time. <laughs> exactly. There's definitely going to be parties. Oh, I remember you talking about the symposium. <laughs> I took a class I remember, last year. Yeah, I remember about this. <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun episode. Um, I think we should have wine for it. I def- definitely, <laughs> we will have some wine. Because you know, if they're if they're drinking wine in the in the card, we should be drinking wine too, right? Yeah, definitely. definitely, definitely, definitely. Okay, uh, our parting words for today are once again from the American Tarot Association, and it is this: When you stop telling yourself what you could be, you can start enjoying what you already are, and you can let others enjoy that too. about stories, cups, and symbols, and all